Damaged Goods Podcast. This is the man, Jake the Snake here, doing a little 2020 wrap-up. What a wacky year, huh? 2020 was wacky. Coronavirus. How about some Corona beers? <laughs> Am I right? Let's get down to the top 10 albums of the year, and then we're going to wrap it up with a whole bunch of fucking bullshit, because that's what every year-end wrap-up sounds like to me. And uh, I will be quick to admit and be honest, last year I did a year and wrap up episode, but it was kind of like damaged good style, and I thought it was funny, but even in retrospect, the year end wrap up shit's corny, because it's always the same shit, and we all think we can put a spin on it, but generally not, and I didn't have a particularly great year, not because of COVID or whatever, although that didn't help, uh, but I had a lot of family shit going on that was hectic and sad, also taking me away from doing all the things that I do, that I love, that I need, and we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, no year-end wrap-up, bro. Fuck all that. And plus, dude, there wasn't... What is there to wrap up, dude? There was very little cinema output. There was a few good films here and there. There was some dope albums. I guess Fuck. I guess you could do the wrap-up if you want to be fucking cliche. Or whatever. And I'm, I'm probably making fun of people I really like and respect who do wrap-up. So I'm sorry. I tend to do that. But I like you guys. You guys are cool. Uh, but the wrap-up thing, man. I'm not wrapping it up. Um... I'm, I'm, it's the lunar calendar, man. It's not your real calendar. The new year really starts on your birthday, man, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm, I'm, whether the new year is next week or whatever, I don't even fucking know, dude. I'm just trying to get some things done. And I don't mean that in a work way, but I mean artistically. And I feel naked lately. I feel fucking naked. And I feel naked because I'm not, I'm not able to do things I do artistically that I usually do. I'm not doing shit that helps me heal. It's like for artists, for creatives, we don't just make whatever music and fucking videos and film and books and paintings and shit. You don't just do it when you're sad. You don't just do it at a moment of pain. We do it all the time, but you definitely do in those moments. I certainly do. I receive a lot of inspiration, and I use it as a form of channeling my energies. And when you can't do that as an artist, I feel like, at least for me, I feel a little naked and a little helpless because those are my coping mechanisms. I don't need a lot, man. I got a pretty grand imagination. Uh, I can write in a phone if I don't have a computer. I write on the computer preferably, preferably, if you will. Uh, I write on a fucking moleskin, dude. I, I'll, I'll write it in my head over and over and over. Uh, paint, draw, surf, like create. There's all broadcast, podcast, radio show, all these things. They help me channel issues, channel emotions, think things out, talk things out, make me feel better. And they don't require a lot. You know, I can do a lot of those just in my fucking room or in a plane or in a bus or on a park bench or on the beach, whatever. Self-care helps heal. Take that away from an artist. It's tough, man. I'm in a situation right now, I'm down again in Mexico, spent the better part of the year down here, I'm taking care of my father, he's very ill, uh, it's kind of a fucked up situation that he's down here, and uh, he's putting a lot of pressure on, I'm not even trying to bring that up, but it's like, I'm the only one who can come down here and help him, so what I'm doing is, is taking care of him, which is almost constant, taking care of the house, and taking care of an untrained dog, and very little snake man time, 
which I know that sounds selfish, man. You should be be a good son, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm a fucking great son right now. I would say I am. Yeah, I made big sacrifices. I spat in the face of some great opportunities to be here. I'm I'm losing my ability to do some of my creative outlets, and uh, it's hard, man, because I'm going through a lot of shit. I'm stressed. I'm tired or whatever. And these things make you feel good, dude. Painting a, your favorite artists, they do make their art, their music, their whatever, at any time, but. In times of pain, right? How many great breakup albums are there? Paintings inspired by sadness or death or tragedy. Just looking at the ills and perils of the world, society. Uh, you know, artists really do make a lot out of there. And it's not just that it's the best because they had to suffer. But for them, right? For me, it's, it's therapeutic. It's healing. And I'm not able to do that right now. And that's been really hard. That's why I skipped last week's episode. I got a nice episode coming next week with a guest. Still working on the follow-up book to my first book, Quicksand. Quicksand is available now. Link in the fucking bio. Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Writers Republic, ebook, Kindle, audio books on the way. Uh, let me drink a drink. Let me drink a drink. But it's tough when you can't do those things that make you feel better. And so it's been tough. And down here in Mexico, you know, I'm, I'm walking around and people ask me. Some people were asking me on the IG live earlier, uh, what's it like down there? You know, I'm in the Baja. I'm not in the mainland. COVID is. A little more serious over there. I'm not at a super packed city. It's a little more spread out town. It's by the beach. Lots of the restaurants and bars here are open air anyway. Don't rain here very often. So you can kind of have a business set up like that. It's good to see businesses open. It's good to see people thriving and being able to make money and, you know, support their fucking families. Uh, and I know there's a lot of businesses. Because I was here in March and April and May when the shit first kicked off. And then I was here in November. And I'm here again. And some places didn't make it. Some new places popped up, which is great. Sucks for the people that didn't make it. But they get to, you know, they get to work. And that's a beautiful thing because, man, at least back in the States, man, they ain't helping you. People are fucking losing their fucking livelihoods. Businesses and things they put their whole everything into or other shit. And they ain't doing shit but slapping you in the face with little checks of money, like, here's some fucking crumbs, peasants, here, take them, take them, the crumbs, peasants, and you left fucked, dude, and it sucks, man, it really sucks, um, I've seen people have to resort to different ways of surviving, all right, I have a lot of female friends or acquaintances or whatever you want to call them that, uh, participate in the OnlyFans business, some of them, uh, before that were dancers, strippers, um, nude models, uh, sex workers, even, so it's a natural progression to do the OnlyFans. That just seems like a smart business move. Uh, I know some women who were none of those things who are doing OnlyFans now. And I'm not knocking it, dude. I don't fucking trip out over here. Like, you do what you got to do. And I'm, even if it's not a, a, a tough choice and you just choose to, that's fine too. But the progression of people who kind of already are in that industry to do it, it's, it's natural almost. It seems, okay, I understand that. This shit, it's like, damn, you're doing this now too? Like, fuck. It's not like I'm upset or disappointed in somebody, but it's like, that's how, that's how bad things are. People need to eat. I got friends who went straight, right? They served some prison time. They, you know, they, they got bopped for whatever they got bopped for. They come out, they clean. They got straight jobs, taking care of shit. They're back to selling drugs, dude. They're back to fucking slanging. Why? Because motherfuckers are out of work and they ain't doing shit. You ain't giving no options other than crime. Back in L.A., I live in a nice neighborhood, dude. In the last six months, crime is whoop. Little break-ins, petty theft, breaking into houses, cars, all that shit. But it's like, dude, you got to give motherfuckers an option. Down here, crime is up. 
now it's started to secede because people can work again, you know, and, and, and Mexico thrives off tourism. And I know that's not cool right now. And Cabo is like a huge tourist place, and people are going there, and probably some people are probably getting sick, some people are probably not, most probably not. Um, but some people are probably bringing it back places. That's irresponsible. Well, yeah, but without the tourism, everybody's suffering there. And so people from that city were going to the other smaller towns like Ryan and all these places and doing little crimes and petty theft because motherfuckers got to eat. Their kids got to eat. Their moms, their brothers, everybody got to eat, man. And you ain't giving people shit. Some countries giving you this and that. And if they ain't giving you anything, man, what the fuck do you expect? But I walk around here, man, handling business. <laughs> wishing I was like writing or doing some artistic shit. Wishing I was podcasting. And people ask me, what's it like? Well, yeah, you know, people got masks on inside sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> some people on the streets do, some people don't. <clears throat> but I've seen some people police, a lot of people police. What I mean by that is citizens, civilians, policing motherfuckers. Now I'm on some of these like, uh, Facebook or WhatsApp groups for down here just to like know what's going on and, and whatever. A lot of the people in them, not all, a lot of, there's some of them like old gringos that maybe they've been down here as long as my pops, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever. Some not so long, right? Uh, and uh, let me say this first. When you go around here, it, it, there is no stereotype to who's following protocols and who's not. You'll see some gringos with masks. You'll see gringos without. You'll see tourists with, without. You'll see Mexicans with, without. It's, there's no like, breakdown logic economics race none of that shit rich mexicans from mainland coming doesn't matter this it's, it's split you never know who's gonna do what but uh people policing in these little groups and shit motherfuckers is going around getting upset at people at a fruit and vegetable stand because maybe they don't enforce the mask rules or they're not themselves participating in them or at some of the bodegas and, and stores maybe they're not and so they're saying don't go here because they're not support you know going by the rules and i get it if you're worried about your health Go to places that make you feel comfortable. I'm not knocking you, but don't fucking try to take money out of these people's pockets, food out of their mouths, and don't be policing. They're running around talking shit, yelling at people on the street. And you think, well, they're just not doing it here. They're not just they're not following the protocol here. Listen, man, you fucking are playing an away game. This ain't you ain't in Fenway Park. This is an away game, dude. You're a visitor, even if you've been here 20 years. You chose on your own accordance to come here. And when you do that, and I grew up in another country and then moved to America and spent a lot of time in other countries, right? So I'm speaking from a point of knowledge, not just some fucking pompous perspective. This is actual, factual, factual. <laughs> uh, you got to accept what it's got. There's perks, there's ups, there's downs, pros, there's cons. You got to fucking roll with it. You can't go there with some colonizing ass mentality and police shit. Go there. Come to Mexico. Appreciate the culture. Appreciate the fucking delicious food, especially all the dank seafood, the mariscos around here. Appreciate the, the art, visual art. Appreciate the music. Uh, I, if you want. I'm not, to keep it all the way funky, to keep it one billion, one billion. I'm not quite a fan of a lot of Mexican music. Just to keep it, hey, to speak ill of my own people, Polish music is like top three worst. So, I'm, you know, I'm just keeping it real. But the, the culture is great here. And come to appreciate it. Come to support it. Come to, come to be here and, and like it and dig it. But don't come here to try to change it. If you didn't like where you were before, accept what it is now where you're at. And if you don't like it here, go the fuck back to wherever you came from, man. It's not your place to do so. If you're uncomfortable going to that, that establishment, don't go. Don't take money out of motherfuckers' mouths. Go support an artist down here. 
like me. Go buy quicksand. <laughs> now nah, go buy some paintings, some jewelry. Go support this restaurant. Go watch a play if it's outside and whatever. Go throw money in some musician's cup, whatever, dude. But don't be running around and telling people how to live in their country. It's fucked up. And it's always these like middle-aged liberal Democrat white people down here. Relax, people. I'm not a Republican either. I just got to point that out. But I'm just saying that tends to be the fucking trend down here. Uh, just don't be policing other people's shit, man. That ain't cool. That ain't cool, man. You know, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I like to travel places and, and you appreciate shit for what it is. Some places you go, it ain't all that. Some places you can't wait to fucking leave and get back. Some places you like, I ain't never leave. I'm about to set up shop, you know. But there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons of being in California. Pros and cons of being in Mexico to be in any fucking where, dude. And you just got to figure out what are the pros you want? What are the cons you can't stand? Which ones can you tolerate? You know, if you're really freaking out about that COVID shit, but I don't know where you go in the world where it's all good. I don't know, maybe some of the states that are like super safe. I don't know, man. But you want beaches. You want fucking cheap seafood and nice people and beautiful art and palm trees and shit. Then suck it the fuck up. All right? Suck it the fuck up and deal with it. Don't be fucking policing people. If you want, go to the academy. See what the age limit is. I don't know. What's the cutoff? Go through the fucking ranks. Get the badge. Put the uniform on. Otherwise, chill the fuck out, dude. Definitely don't come at me. I'm pent up. I haven't been doing my art, right? I'm complaining because I can't do my art. But it's important to do your art so you can let it all out so you don't break trash cans in the middle of the night like me purposely because you're fucking fed up you got to do this i had to sneak this podcast in i'm in rather an uncomfortable environment generally down here i have a whole space to do these and it comes out a little better next week i will be i'm not even using my good mic but you guys are you guys are rock only regardless so you gotta like you know you gotta improvise you gotta deal with it you got to what do they say roll with the punches which sounds shitty because that just sounds like you're taking the punches i think all our primal gut instincts are to swing a few back at least me, I don't know. I like to swing a few back, but that's me, right? I'm, I'm uh, what do they say, confrontational? <laughs> oh, my, my girl will say, what, crazy? Yeah, or intense. But nah, dude, you gotta be fluid. You gotta be like water. You gotta roll with it, man. You gotta be a little fucking flexible. And with my art, speaking back to that, artist, when you can't create in, in, in the genuine environment what you like to, when shit ain't all good, but you're feeling these feels, you're dealing with this shit, Stress, pain, sadness, whatever the fuck. You got to find a way to do it. So fucking sneak a little podcast in real quick. Write on my phone while I'm at the hospital waiting for this dude to get out of chemo. Whatever, dude. Channel it. Otherwise, you're going to be breaking trash cans and screaming and hurling threats at people in the middle of the day in the malecon. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, breathe, motherfuckers. Breathe. All right, y'all. This episode of the Damaged Goods Podcast was brought to you by Elite Botanicals. Elite Botanicals is originally the CBD division of Elite Cannabis. If you guys have heard me talk about them, you know this is my favorite CBD product out there. The only one that truly works. I swear by it. That's why I'm endorsing them, not for any other reason. And now they're back with their new line for your little pets, Whole Pet CBD. They are one of the first companies farming high CBD cannabis under industrial hemp rigs. They've been working with CBD since 2013 with one of the first licensees in Colorado. Also, they've been working with Colorado State University since 2016 on their canine research study with CBD. So they know what they're doing. Their focus is providing farm-to-table product that uses the best ingredients possible, 
ultra-refined, distilled, full-spectrum CBD oil at high potency for reasonable pricing. That's the problem. Most of these other guys are overpriced for their non-working stuff. This allows for effective dosing and a 30-day-plus supply per unit. For the pets, they've got drops that go on their food or in their mouth. they got chicken and salmon-flavored ones. They've got soft gel capsules. they got a gravy powder. You just sprinkle that over their food or put a couple of water in there, and it makes a nice little gravy mix chocked full of CBD, glucosamine, and omegas for their joints. They've got nose and toes balm for cracked noses and paws, and they got some all-natural treats on the way. All this is available at wholepetcbd.com. Elite Cannabis, Elite Botanicals, and now Whole Pet CBD, all from Elite. Go check it out. And now for an additional discount, use the promo code DAMAGEDGOODS. That's D-A-M-A-G-E-D-G-O-O-D-S. Damaged Goods to get an additional percentage off.